After we launched, two weeks later, we had sold around $10,000 of stock. At Founder, we're on a mission to democratize entrepreneurial education and on our way to building one of the largest online schools in the world for entrepreneurs. We interview some of the greatest founders of our generation to find out how they did it so you can too. However, in this series, we're doing things a little differently. We're working with our own students in our community who are deep within the process of building our own successful business. These are the founders of tomorrow who've stood where you are and are on the way to building the business of their dreams. Now, before we jump in, our lawyers have told us to tell you this. Of course, we can't guarantee you'll have the results like some of our stories are about to share in this show. And as you know, with any business, it's a lot of hard work in addition to completing any online course. And with that said, welcome to From Zero to Founder. Hey guys, Molly here. I'm the community manager for Founder Magazine and welcome back to the series From Zero to Founder. Today I'm sitting down again with the familiar face, Mia Dixon, one of our Start and Scale students, who has developed a really cool and unique product to help track and trace adventurous kids, adults and pets. It's a really cool technology and I'm very excited to sit down and speak to her. So let's just jump straight into it. Hi Mia, welcome back. Would you like to start by introducing yourself again and telling me a little bit about your second business? Yeah, of course. So my name is Mia Dixon. I'm located in Townsville up in North Queensland. And my second business through uh, the start and scale side of things is Safe Bands, which is a wearable waterproof wristband uh, for kids, adults, and including a pet collar attachment that can store contact names, numbers, as well as any important medical or important information about the wearer. I think that's absolutely incredible, especially me, myself growing up, I wish I had that because I'm an anaphylactic to peanuts. So my mum would have been like, this oh, wow. is a godsend. So I really can't wait yeah. to talk to you more about it. But to begin, the way you kind of thought of this product was through a friend visiting a performance. Would you like to go into that a little bit more? Yeah, sure. So I have four kids. Uh, all four of mine have been runners at some stage. They've all picked the perfect opportunity to just leg it in the opposite direction. Uh, but the, the aha moment was that when I went to a rodeo with a girlfriend, she wrote her phone number up her son's arm and she's a police officer. And I kind of thought as a police officer, I wouldn't want my details out there on display. I didn't like that idea of having my mobile really, really out there. So I uh, noticed that it wasn't just me who had an issue and kind of started just working behind the scenes on it and luckily enough with our first business we were able to reuse some of the tech behind the scenes to build out this second business now. It's very, very incredible. And for those listening also, Mia has created this amazing company called Social Dot. So be sure to have a look there. But the technology is the same in terms of using almost like a QR code, but with Social Dot, it's a tap. Talk to us more behind how you kind of move towards the QR code ways. Was that kind of influenced by COVID and QR check-ins in Australia? Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, I think whilst we were all in lockdown and then allowed out and suddenly we had to QR code check-in everywhere, all of the states brought out their own apps, everything like that. So everybody got really used to seeing what a QR code is, how it works, how to use it. So we really kind of thought with this, it's come back in fashion again. It's a really easy way. We're not relying on tapping tech like we do with Social Dot. It's just a scan and majority of phones on the market have that built in or they have an app that can do it as well. So it just became the easy option. Which I find really, really cool. And let's talk more about how you actually thought 
How can I make this reality? How did you conceptualize how it was going to look, how your children would wear it? Because I'm sure being a mum yourself, you know that they would probably chuck things off all the time, not really want to wear it. What were some of the the uh, challenges you went through to, to design your product? Yeah, so we, we actually started, we probably had a dozen different molds, a dozen different ideas, everything like that. Um, obviously we needed it to be mum proof and kid proof and living in North Queensland, it needed to be sun proof, waterproof, everything proof we could think of. And we had managed to do that. So with some of the earlier molds, we were using like a, a plasticky type material. I have a lot of skin irritations and allergies and things, and it wasn't working with me. So I thought it was not going to work with the majority of people. And then um, we switched it over to a different style of band. We wanted it adjustable because we do have quite a few uh, adult wearers as well. And so we needed it to fit sort of toddler to adult racer so we say one size fits most um so the other the other side of things is we like to go camping a lot and so there's always a lot of nighttime use and everything like that so we made sure that we stitched in reflective stitching into the band so it could be used at nighttime we could play spotlight and find the kids in the backyard that sort of thing so we've really tried to think of every angle we possibly could as parents and then the kids our kids have tested them you know through through thick and thin and uh, we've come up with probably the best design that we could possibly think of to make it all happen yeah it definitely sounds like you've thought of every different aspect which is absolutely incredible and i, I hope it's a product that so no one ever has to use but it's great to have just in case and that's exactly right yeah exactly and i would love to talk more so you've thought about all these different elements that you wanted to be in your design how did you find a manufacturer that was actually able to deliver what vision you had? It was a bit of an effort, I'm not going to lie. Uh, we had to, we probably contacted um, half a dozen, a dozen manufacturers, uh, received samples, all that sort of thing, sent feedback, and you know, just like you do, you know, not quite right, not happy with this, want to change this, yada, yada. And we managed to finally get in contact with someone that understood what we were hoping to achieve with the brand and hoping what we wanted the product to achieve. Uh, and all of the different do's and don'ts in the product that we wanted it to be able to, to do and not do. So it was a mammoth effort. I'm very lucky that my husband plays um, a quiet role, but a very important role behind the scenes. And yes, we, we managed to get there in the end. It took a while, but we got there. <laughs> yes. And prototypes for this stuff happened in December 2020. Is that correct? Yeah, so we sort of, um, the backwards and forwards, obviously, when you're organising prototypes, building out moulds, everything like that, you want it to kind of re represent as close to the final product as possible so that you can test it, um, you know, see what you're happy with, what you're not happy with. So we started in December uh, and then sort of got ourselves going from there. Mm -hmm. And from, I guess, the different samples that you had, how did you know this is the correct one? This is the one that we're going to manufacture, sell and market. I actually um, got them to send over a few samples and I let them out to my girlfriends. They have kids sort of under five or six and, and toddlers and everything as well. And I just kind of said, put them through hell. I'm going to do the same. I really want to see how these go and how they're tested. And that was kind of before we had the tech in it. It was just about the band itself. And they did. God love them, good friends of mine. And, and we did too. Our kids, we, we took them camping. We, you know, had them in and out of water parks, everything we could think of. And the lasting 
effects of the quality of them really stood the test of time and, and everything. So we were really happy with our end result of what we had ordered. And then it was kind of time to, to figure out the tech side. So definitely. And speak more to me about the tech side, because that's the real element. And it's great that you've got the durability, the ease and the comfort of the band. But once you then mm-hmm. had to get the technology put into it and, you know, engrave the QR codes and, and do all that, walk me through those steps. Yeah. So obviously um, the, the metal, I'll just so you can see the metal is engraved because that was another thing of mine. I don't want it to scratch off. I don't want it to wear off. I don't want it to rub off if it's paint. So it was all those sorts of things as well. So once we had um, the band itself sorted, the tech side came. So we knew that we needed the QR code and then we knew we needed a code itself on the band, a unique code that could be entered just in case a child was to do a runner or a child or a adult wearer is needing you know medical assistance or something like that so um, it was about building out the back end of the website then and making the features usable and everything like that Um, we also because we launched so well and so quickly in the first couple of weeks we had to reorder stock and that then gave us the ability after selling that next lot of stock to build out a GPS function in the band as well so that when it's scanned, the owner or the the parent of the band can log in and see where that band was scanned on a map and get directions to it. So there's lots of little pieces behind the scenes that we we added on and built out as, as we tested the market and got it out there. That's absolutely incredible. I think it's really great that you've reiterated and you've really grown off that feedback too from the first launch because I I will talk about your launch in a moment, which is absolutely incredible. It's such a triumph. But having those different iterations would be amazing and I'm sure that it's limitless with what you can do after getting feedback from users. But you've touched upon some really great points as well that I'd love to speak on that it's not just for children, it's for adults, it's for the elderly, it's for pets, it's for all animal types. How did you branch out your marketing to suit all that? Because I'm sure to begin with, it would have just been children. When was it clicking that, wow, this is so much bigger than we initially thought? Yeah. So yes, of course you're right. It was just kids at first. Cause again, I'm a mom, I've got four kids. That's kind of the angle that we went with. We popped a TikTok online and I had a lady reach out from uh, Belgium, Germany and asked, do you think my Nana would be able to, like, would it fit my Nana? Could she wear one? She has dementia. And um, I was kind of like, yes, of course, my adult wrist, here's the measurements, measure Nan's wrist and we'll go from there. This, it was such a beautiful story. She basically does the same thing each week, goes to a particular coffee shop, but she doesn't like to do it with her daughter or her granddaughter. She likes to do it on her own. So now they've popped the safe bands on her. She can go there and if anything is to happen, the store owners know that they can scan it and call the granddaughter or the daughter directly to come and help with Nan. And that's kind of the clicking moment. I kind of went, well, hang on a minute. I think we've got a bit of a market. And then a few NDIS users uh, of of certain types of plans reached out to us and said, could this be applied to our industry? And I was like, yes, of course it can. So then we started helping out with self-managed and plan-managed people through the NDIS. So it's sort of grown legs of its own, to be honest. It's, It's grown organically just through people asking questions and through the TikTok platform, I've kind of discovered that there's different types of markets out there. And yeah, it's, it's, it's been insane really, to be honest, how, far and fast it's spread. 
It's so inspiring. I'm sure everyone listening to this will absolutely be in awe of your story because it is great. Like hearing even that one story about someone reaching out to you and, and wanting it for their nan is just so touching because we all do worry whether it's kids or anyone in our life, our pets, our loved ones. It's nice to know that they, they have that a little bit of extra security, which is really lovely. And your marketing has just been something that has taken off and really helped you kind of boom. Would you like to touch upon how you've used new platforms like TikTok to really grow your awareness? Yeah, of course. Um, so we, we, after I dabbled in the platform with social dot, I knew that I needed to bring safe bands to, to TikTok. Um, and we started probably about two weeks before launch, maybe three, I can't remember. Uh, and we just started telling our story, you know, we're a mom and dad, this is, this is what we've come up with. We're so excited to be launching a new brand. We didn't give away a lot of information, but we were just telling that story aspect. Through that, we managed to grow our email list before launch. And once we launched, we used that email list, obviously, to let everyone know we were alive and well and off and going and continued to post our TikToks. As I said before, like with people reaching out on TikTok and things, they have a great feature where you can video response a question. So when people were asking, you know, does this suit for NDIS? Can I use this for my Nana in Belgium? Can I, you know, whatever it is, I would video response back to them directly. That would then go gangbusters as well. And it just slowly grew and grew and became this big marketing machine for us that was very organic and very uh, honest to what we are and wanting to help, which I think has made a huge difference in the end to, to our marketing. Definitely. And I've seen your TikTok page come up even on my For You page, unintentionally following and, and seeing all the comments there. And I knew it was you because we have this great relationship, but it was so touching to read through the comments and, and see people knowing your purpose and knowing the passion that you have for this, which is really great because it can be hard with things like AirTag coming out and people using those sort of devices, but yours is true rooted to a really great cause as well, which I really, really find very inspiring. But with TikTok, mm -hmm. what other content do you post? You mentioned Q&A, you mentioned sharing your stories. How else have you managed mm -hmm. to use that platform? Um, I use it to run a lot of series on safety tips as well. That's gone really, really well um, for us. I think overall, I, the last series I ran probably just nearly peaked a million views on about six or seven videos. Uh, and just the fun behind the scenes stuff, packing orders, going live and just chatting to people in general, answering their questions on the spot. I think people find that really, really valuable. You know, is this going to fit my two-year-old? Is this is this appropriate for an eight-year-old? Um, you know, what colours do they come in? And even though you can find all that information on the website, to sit there and chat to someone and feel like you're getting to know them, you're getting to know the person behind the brand as well. And I think that's made a huge, huge difference for our audience. That's incredible to hear. And I know I've said that a lot, but small businesses in particular, <laughs> I'm just blown away, to be honest. Small businesses in particular oh, on TikTok have really kind of got a trend of its own, which is working in your favor. Mm. But from mm. this sort of content, you'd be getting lots of repurposed content that you can kind of reuse on other platforms. Is that something that you've been doing mm. also with these video responses or any user-generated content? Look, to be honest, I've been I've been very sporadic with our Instagram and Facebook and repurposing the content. Yes, a lot of the content is evergreen and I can use it on other platforms and things. However, I've found that my organic growth and my reach 
is way better used. My time is way better spent on TikTok than it is on Instagram and Facebook at this point in time. I'm just not creating a community quick enough compared to what I'm doing on TikTok with the ease and the ability to kind of jump on, talk to the camera for 10 seconds, you know, another 10 seconds to type the caption out and hit post. Within 30 seconds, I've got something up online that can gather a limitless amount of views. So it's the organic growth side of TikTok has really served a massive purpose for us compared to the hard slog of Facebook and Instagram with the brand. Hey there, Nathan Chan here, CEO and publisher of Founder Magazine. If you're enjoying From Zero to Founder and you want to learn from some of the greatest entrepreneurs of our generation, then I highly recommend you also subscribe and check out the Founder Podcast. We talk to some of the most successful people on the planet to discover how they're building their businesses. So you can take a front row seat as we go deep and we learn from some of the founders of brands like Netflix, Dropbox, Reebok, and so many more, and how they built these companies. You can find the Founder Magazine podcast with Nathan Chan on all podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe. All right, now let's get back into the show. And having traditional media versus something that's a little bit more new age like TikTok is really great because we have our Start and Scale community, which everyone asks about TikTok and you're the first person I tag because you absolutely blow yeah. everyone away. And with your hashtag, do you want to share how many millions of views it has and uses? Yeah. So our, our, uh, our own curated hashtag of safe bands has over 5 million views on that hashtag. Uh, certain videos and things have popped off, which has been amazing, but uh, overall yeah, a huge amount of views in probably, I think we've been on the platform for, five months. So we've managed to amass uh, over 30,000 followers and a verified channel on the platform as well. So we really love our TikTok community and they really do play a huge role um, in our side of the business as far as improvements and suggestions and questions and sales and, and everything like that. So yeah, it's been a big big crazy journey over on TikTok for us. <laughs> to say the least. And that was my next question with sales and the link in bio feature for your TikTok. Are you seeing a really great percentage of purchases actually coming directly from TikTok? Yes. Huge. <laughs> um, we like just thinking out loud, roughly it's probably 50 to one. So 50 coming from TikTok, one coming from Facebook or Instagram, um, which is insane. And we offer a link in bio discount, everything like that. So we're able to obviously like with the integration of ads and, and things like that and pixels, we can track where sales are coming from, but I'm not really spending a bomb at all on TikTok advertising. I am spending the most minimal amount I can per day. And to be honest, I probably wouldn't even have to do that because of the organic growth and traction I have on the platform. Wow. And that's a testament. Touch wood, it keeps Touch wood, yes. <laughs> and that's a testament to you and what you've really done to grow your community on there because that community is a great community, as you've mentioned also. But having almost to not really have to do anything because people just love the content that you're you're posting raw and organic and really real but not to take away from your hard work obviously it's absolutely amazing what you're doing but from tiktok and you mentioned ads and other aspects are you doing any other marketing at the moment to really try and push and accelerate because it's only been what four months that safe band's been around what are kind of your next yeah, marketing no, so steps 
we're still really, really young. <laughs> um, so our marketing budget is very minuscule at this point. I don't have a lot set aside for that. And I'm really lucky in the fact that people that are buying our products are championing, championing our brand for us uh, to everyone they can think of, which is amazing. And the the organic growth side of things on TikTok has really opened up our audience globally to be able to provide wholesale to all different parts and um, shipping to all different parts of the world. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. Surreal, <laughs> definitely surreal. When I think about it, no, I think you've done an amazing job, and yeah, it's incredible. I would love to speak to you now about launch because you had an incredible triumph mm -hmm. in two weeks, nearly sold out all your units. Talk to me more about how you felt launching your second business and how it kind of came about and the results that you achieved. I think as always, before you hit launch, you sort of climb a mountain. And I was having this chat with my husband the other day. It's like, you you know, you put in all the extra hours yeah, after the kids go to bed, everything like that, you get to launch and you're just knackered. But then as soon as you hear that little kind of ka-ching, you go, oh, hang on, here we go. Um, so it was really crazy within that two weeks that I started posting the back end story of, you know, how and why we started uh, on our TikTok channel. People were signing up in droves. And then within that, uh, after we launched two weeks later, we had sold around $10,000 of stock and we were putting in our second order of safe bands and opening up for more colors. Because at that stage, we'd only launched with a pink, blue and a pet collar attachment. And some of the feedback that we had on our um, TikToks, funnily enough, was that could they be more color diversity, you know, color isn't gender specific. There was all these sorts of things. And not that I think pink and blue are gender specifics. They were just the market research that we had done. And, you know, we opened it up to the audience and said, okay, well, what colors do you want? What do you want to see next? Sign up for the email list and you'll be notified when those specific colors come along. Uh, and that's what people have done since then. So now we have five colors on board and the pet color attachment. And it, it yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been, I keep saying it's crazy, but it really has been crazy. <laughs> An absolute whirlwind to say the least. And 10K in two weeks is absolutely mm. incredible. So congratulations to you all that, Thank you know, you. you're working so hard for this and, and it's so great to see the payoff. But also from since kind of launching, doing your second um, stock intake, you've also managed to get two wholesalers on board as well. How did you manage that and who are they? TikTok, <laughs> funnily enough, TikTok. Um, so we have a pharmacy over in WA in a town called Tom Price. They've popped in their order and their, their wholesale order is getting shipped over. And we also have a online retailer, the Sensory Poodle, who, this is so funny, they popped in an order on a Friday afternoon. I got it ready to go in the post on the Monday. They put them up for pre-order on their website. And within an hour, I got an email from the owner saying, hi, Mia, guess what? I was like, oh gosh, what? She said, uh, we're just about sold out. Can I please put in another wholesale order? I said, absolutely you can. So we got that off the other day to them, uh, which has been crazy. And we've also managed to get our foot in the door with catch of the day. So safe bands are listed there as well, which is really, really cool to see. 
Wow, it's really great. And it's nice to know that your product's in demand and people want it. And you're helping everyone become a much safer community as well, which is probably the biggest payoff of all of this and and really rewarding too Mm. in your family as well. But talk to me about your experience with Catch of the Day. Is that somewhere you kind of always shopped on or had experience in or were you thinking, wow, let's just do it? (laughs) It was a bit of a let's just do it kind of moment. I mean, I have I have been on the site and bought things before, but um, we just reached out to them and said, this is what we're doing. Are you interested? We've noticed there's a gap in your market as far as like ID contact bracelets. Uh, This is our product. Would you be interested in stocking on your website? And they came back to us and said that, wow, this is amazing. You know, I think once once you explain that you're a little Aussie business, you're, you know, located in regional Townsville, this is what we're doing, but we're actually affecting and impacting on a, on a global space at this point in such a short time. Most people are really like, holy moly, are you kidding me? Yes, let's get that on board. So they were really, really gracious in taking us on, uh, being so new. So I think seeing our products on Catch of the Day, I'd shopped on the platform before and, and you know, just bought bits and bits and bobs on there. But seeing your own product on there is a really big pinch me moment. And being able to reach out to them as a small Aussie business, you know, from a regional space in Townsville, Queensland, and say to them, this is what we're doing. We've managed to ship our product globally already. We're making quite a big impact. Uh, would you like to to take on this product? I think it'd be a great fit for your medical ID or ID bracelet kind of space. They were amazing and just said, yes, absolutely. We'd love to see you on there. So that was a really, really cool moment for um, something so small and so little that it started so, so quickly. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just taken off, which is amazing. And from that, have you been able to track how many sales you're getting through Catch of the Day or how many people are actually purchasing through that website? Yeah, so um, we can see all of that. We obviously, we at this point, because we're only just starting, we're still shipping the orders out for catch of the day. Uh, So yes, we get notified when they come through. We just send them on out just like we would a regular order really like through the website. So yeah, simple. Yeah, it sounds like I didn't know it was that easy. Um, I think (laughs) from here though, you did actually mention, sorry, continue. I was just going to say, I think when we're a bit bigger, we would obviously ship stock to them and they would they would do all the shipping and everything like that for us. But for, at this point, we're just trialling and seeing how we're going. But yeah, it's super simple. Amazing. And I would love to ask, we are about to launch when we're talking right now, our Amazon course. Have you ever thought about jumping onto Amazon and, and getting into that field as well? Yeah, I have looked into Amazon FBA before. Uh, it's a bit of a different beast as far as setting up LLCs and everything like that and having to manage money um, internationally, uh, depending on whether or not you're going to set up as an Aussie company and sell on there or whether you're going to set up as a US company and sell on there. Uh, It's something that I do have kind of on the list to look into, but at this point we're managing to do uh, the selling and the sending and the ordering and all that sort of stuff so well on our own. And we've, we're about to change over one of our platforms to bring out an app for the product as well. So that's something that I want to get sorted before we start looking at that big, big picture. And I keep having to tell myself it's only been a few months, slow down girl. So so we will eventually get to all of that, but yes. I keep having to remind myself it's only been four months because (laughs) 
The last time we spoke, you mentioned this and how you were kind of getting everything sorted from social dot. But it's amazing that we can catch up again and really kind of get to the nitty gritty and talk about sales because it's just goes to show that hard work and determination, you can really achieve anything. And I think you're a true testament to that as well. And I'll get into my favorite question at the very end and which we'll start wrapping up quite shortly. But I'd love to talk to you more. You had a, a great success recently. You're featured in the Australian Daily Mail. Did you want to kind of elaborate yeah. on how that kind of came about? Yes. So um, TikTok, I feel like I just repeat myself. Uh, the lovely lady, the journalist um, who found us on TikTok, fell in love with our story, reached out to see how we were going um, because she noticed one of my TikToks that we were reordering and putting in another order within you know X amount of time, within a couple of weeks. And um, funnily enough, she didn't realize that I was the same lady from Social Dot and she had actually written an article on us about that beforehand. So it was kind of like a full circle, hilarious moment that she put it all together and realized that it was Mia from Social Dot and Mia now from Safe Bands. And um, yeah, just, just asked if she could share our story and, and get it out to a wider audience. And of course, any sort of marketing at that point, two weeks in is amazing marketing. So I said, yes, please do. And, and yeah, she wrote a beautiful article on us for us and popped it in the Daily Mail, which was very exciting one morning to wake up to at 6am. <laughs> it definitely would be. And I read through the article and it's, it's absolutely amazing what you've been able to achieve in such a more, short amount of time, which I've said many a times during this episode. I feel like everyone's sick of hearing it, but it is amazing. And I'm very proud to have one of our amazing community members achieve so much greatness. And from having all of this success in such a short amount of time, I'm sure the feedback that you've had from your community has, has helped you grow. What's been some of the great constructive feedback or advice that you really had from your community to take your company further? Yeah, well, um, I think in the beginning it started with just the simple things of like, I wish there was more colours or, you know, my my son, he, you know, I'd get him a blue one because he doesn't like pink, but he really likes orange or whatever it was. So that was like the starting point of, okay, maybe we do need to look into more colours. And then it was like, oh, I wish I could do this or can it fit an adult or, you know, all those sorts of things. And so we've slowly just kind of built out the product to suit the needs of, of the users and the wearers. And we'll continue to do that because they're the people that are really being the safe bands champions out there, spruiking the word, wearing their bands, using them daily. So I think it's super important for any brand or any business to listen to that sort of feedback and build out the products to make them bigger and better uh, and more adaptable to, to what they need to be for their users. And I think it's great that also you have such great connectivity with your community as well and that you're willing to ask them directly, what do you want to see? How do you want us to change? Because that's a massive, massive thing with connection to, to the brand, but also the person behind it, which I know you're really strong with Social Dot as well. And do you feel like it's played an integral part, them being able to see your face and really have that connection with you as a business owner as well? Yes, absolutely. And it was funny when we first started in the first few weeks of me doing video content with voiceovers and a little bit of my face here and there, people were commenting on it that were just popping up on their for you pages on TikTok as, are you the same lady as the social dot lady? You sound like the social dot lady. And it's like, oh, yes, I am. <laughs> you found me, you got me. Uh, 
And the other thing is that it makes great content to reach out and to ask your audience, what do they want to see? How do they want to see it? What are they looking for in a product? What, you know, I'm, I'm not a, a, a special needs mum. However, if you are, you know, what do you need in a product when heading out with your child? Um, you know, what are you missing in your NDIs? NDIS plan to help service your children or your partner or whoever it may be in your life, that special person. So we have just put ourselves completely out there, put myself completely out there as the face of the brand and being able to, to ask the hard questions, but also get great responses and then use those to make our products better and our community better. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think that's a great approach to have as a, as a business owner and a, and a brand ambassador almost for your own company. Yes. I, yes. I think the limit here is kind of endless, but I'm going to ask this question anyway. Where do you kind of hope <laughs> to see safe bands in two months' time or a year's time? If we ever were to catch up again, where do you kind of hope to see safe bands? Uh, obviously, I'd love to see more wholesalers on board just to, you know, people that – believe in your brand enough to buy it on wholesale and think that their clients are going to love it is like just the best feeling ever. Uh, so I'd love to see more wholesalers on board. I'd love to see us eventually broach in with a, you know, big box retailer or a chemist, a big, a, a big retailer chemist, something like that to have them more accessible in the communities that really need them. I'd really like to get the brand to the point where my husband can move in full time as well. So he's obviously working behind the scenes, you know, after hours, that sort of thing. But to be able to sit down at the desk side by side and really have that team aspect 24 seven would be really, really cool. And I think that would help us grow a lot quicker as well uh, to, to achieve those sorts of goals that I mentioned. Such great goals and no doubt will you achieve them and I'm sure we'll catch them again soon. We'll chat about that. But my last question and my favourite question is, you know, you gave great advice the last time we sat down and spoke, but if anyone's thinking about developing a product that might have a, a wider community help or anything like this, like safe bands, what would be the advice that you would bestow to them? I'd say to get out there and talk about it as much as you can. Um, you know, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Don't think that everyone's going to steal your idea if you talk about it because it's not going to build a community. It's not going to get you the feedback that you need, anything like that. You just have to take that step and be brave, whether it's, you know, jumping on Instagram and building a platform there or Facebook or TikTok or whatever it might be. I think you just really need to be brave enough to put yourself out there, start talking about the brand, the ideas, the journey and the story behind it is a huge part. And just kind of make it happen. Like don't take no for an answer and just do it. Do something every day to get you that one step closer to, to opening the shop and hearing that first ka-ching and then you're hooked, you're done. You'll be in e-commerce or, you know, your own business space forever, I think. <laughs> Once again, brilliant advice and I definitely agree with everything you just mentioned. But Mia, thank you so much for sitting down with me again and speaking about your second you're business. Welcome. Hopefully there'll be a third maybe in there soon, but I'm very excited. I'm working on it. <laughs> well, there we go. That leads us to the next catch up that we have. But thank you so much, Mia. I'm really excited to continue your journey and see you all over TikTok. So I really appreciate you thank spending you. the time with me. Amazing. Thank you, Molly. As always, it's so cool to chat to you and just kind of catch up. And I hope we can keep these going for a little while longer. Hey, guys, we hope you're loving From Zero to Founder and you're getting a ton of value from it. If you want access to the exact free training that led today's founder to where they are now, head to founder.com slash course training or follow the link in the show notes.